tap into the psychology of engagement and more. This is where we talk about life, learning, and everything in between. This is the Lifelong Podcast, a show for those of you who love to ask why. Because we're marketers. It's because we're coaches. It's because we're change makers. Each week, we dive into the big questions and explore the psychology of engagement with strategies, tactics, and special guests along the way. Now, here's your guide, the visibility hacking queen herself, Coach Molly. Hey, visibility hackers, and welcome to this episode of the Lifelong Podcast. I'm your host, Coach Molly from visibilityhacking.com, and this season on the podcast, we are diving deep into psychology for marketers, psychology for coaches, psychology for those of you who are building courses, building movements, building places where people are coming together. And it's time that we start thinking about how we can get those tangible results for our people better and faster than we ever thought possible. And so today we're going to be talking about one of my favorite topics in the learning realm, and that is the topic of experiential learning and experiential education. So first things first, what is experiential learning. Coach Molly, I don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Well, first and foremost, experiential learning is understanding that learning isn't a, a line of a process. You're not going from not knowing a skill to knowing a skill and that's it. It's not, uh, learning isn't something you can fit into a box. It doesn't have a defined timeline. Instead, I want you to start thinking about learning as part of the integral journey of life. You're going to continue to learn. You're going to move through this process of experiential learning as, as a bit of a cycle, which I'll get into in a moment. Experiential learning is also incredibly powerful because it is multidisciplinary. It will, the process of experiential learning will ask you and it will ask your people to start engaging with a variety of topics. They are not going to be pigeonholed into just doing one single subject. Instead, we're starting to look more holistically. We're starting to work on projects. We're starting to actually create an impact in the world around us, change the way we think about ourselves and our relationship to the world around us and create bigger lasting impact. That's the importance of experiential learning. Experiential learning is a cyclical process. It's about doing, it's about experiencing, but the cycle itself, there are four parts to the experiential learning cycle. The first one is experiencing, where we're actually doing the thing. And we're not just doing something. Instead, we're processing through a very important type of experience, which I'll talk about in a moment. After we have the concrete experience, we then move on to the period of reflection. This is where we're thinking about what just happened. We then can move on to the thinking part of the process where we really start to process what was happening. And we then move on to action where we're able to digest everything we just learned and experienced into steps that are actually going to take us forward. 
learning, uh, experiential learning is a cyclical process. And we will continue to go through that cycle as we gain more and more experience, as those stories start to change in our heads, as we start to blow away preconceived ideas or old ways of thinking, and we start to align them with what we have experienced. Experiential learning requires us as the educators, as the coaches, as the people who are imparting this knowledge, we have two roles. Our first role is to make sure that we are giving our students, our people, the skills they need. We are teaching them the knowledge that they need in their brains in order to take action because the second part of our job is to ensure that our people are actually taking action. There is no point to filling someone's brain with information if they have no way of acting upon that information. We are not going to get tangible results for our people if we do not give them the path to actually take action. So we have to make sure that we are imparting important amounts of knowledge to them. And at the same time, we are also able to make sure that they're able to do something with that information. When it comes to experiential learning, actions affect the next experience. So as we have gone through the cycle and we end up taking an action based on the learning and reflecting that we have had with that past experience, we've taken an action. Now we're starting the cycle again. Now that next experience is going to be different because of, of what we have learned, what we have gained, what we have experienced, and what we have processed in that previous cycle. We will continue to build and build and build and build and build on each level of experience and knowledge and action. This is an ongoing cycle that will last your entire lives. And this is how you equip people to be lifelong learners. This is how you take people who are already lifelong learners and you nurture and you support that style of learning. And it requires us to talk about what experience means. We can do things... We can be around and have the world um, take action around us and we simply experience it, but we're not going to have that transformational experience until we are either we either find ourselves stuck or struck by an obstacle in front of us. It's not until we find ourselves in a place of somewhat discomfort or a pain point, something that is uncomfortable for us to be in. It is only when we have that are we able to actually have the experience that is required for us to overcome that obstacle. We need to find those moments for our people that they are either stuck or struck. And so from a marketing perspective, this is why we listen to our people. This is why we make sure that we have programs and platforms in place to gather and understand what the pain points our people are feeling now and throughout their journey. Because it's when we can identify those moments of being stuck or struck that we can create systems to help our people overcome. That we become the guides to helping them overcome those obstacles, taking action and taking control. Our brains process information in different areas. 
So we, you may have heard of learning styles. There's different learning styles that may flare up in different areas of our brain, but it's important to understand that it requires the whole cycle of experiential learning, moving through that four-part circle to process information throughout our brains. And we know that as we process with different areas of our brain, we take that information and we create super highways. We create stronger connections, which makes us faster to come up with conclusions. Problem solving is faster. Our understanding of the knowledge is deeper and ingrained in our being. This is how we begin to create habits. This is how we allow that information to percolate from the top of our brain into those more habit forming areas in the deeper regions of our brain. The most beautiful word in the world of learning is the word praxis. Praxis is when we put to place we put into action the theories that we're learning. And praxis is a two-way street. It's a wonderful moldable um, experience where we're learning from our, where our actions are being informed by our theory, but our theory is then being informed by the experience we have after taking certain actions. So praxis, my friends, makes perfect. The, the idea of being able to change your actions based on the experiences that you learn and to understand that this is an ongoing process. Praxis, the idea that we can better our way of doing is what is going to bring us closer to perfection. Learning styles help us process information differently, as we've already said. It's some people are like to process information by moving around and they like to do things and touch things and, and move uh, be able to actually move things around in their environment. Some people process information better by seeing diagrams of it. Others process information better by being told the instructions. Some people read the instructions and other people like to just jump in, right? It's those different ways of learning that help us process that information better. So when we're developing courses and programs for our people, if we're not taking into account the multitudes of ways that people learn, then we are failing a large portion of our potential customers. I know you've had a course before and you've had people who have paid or signed up for that program who have never taken the first step or who saw the first step and never moved forward. A lot of the times it's because we are not meeting those needs of those learners. We're taking on, we have to remember that we have to take on the role of teacher and educator, of some sort of facilitator of the learning experience, and understand that our people learn in different ways. We need to find ways in order to reach those students. There are different roles for us as educators that I just mentioned. We can be a facilitator of this experience which means that we create kind of bumpers and we allow people to feel that experience and we make sure that they're kind of, they stay on path. We could be a subject matter expert, which is more like our traditional classrooms where we have the expert standing at the front of the stage and they're able to impart that information to their students. We also have the role of the standard setter and the evaluator. This is great when you start to bring on more coaches into your program, <coughs> excuse me, where you have a framework to work through. You have a process to work through and it's evaluating, um, uh, evaluating quality based on a preset path or a preset process. 
And of course, you also have coaches who we all love and adore who are there to help guide people through an experience. They're very similar to the facilitators, but they're a little bit more hands-on. They're that beautiful space in between our, um, our standard setters, so we have a process to follow. And on the other hand, we have our facilitators, which are more, um, more laid back. So you have this allowing for the space for our students to explore and to learn while following a set path. So what role are you taking in your programs? How are you creating space for all of these different roles that educators need to have in the learning process? How are you able to wear those different hats throughout different areas of your program? My friends, experiential learning is incredibly powerful. It will change the way that your people are able to get results. It will change the way that you communicate with your people. But most importantly, it will change your life. Because experiential learning is that lifelong path. And if you choose to follow it, I promise you, you will see incredible results. Guys, thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I will see you in our next one. Make sure to find me on all of your favorite social platforms. I will see you in our next episode. Until then, remember I love you and be excellent to each other.